Nut Nerd Podcast, Episode 136, iCloud Judgment. Welcome to the Nut Nerd Podcast. I am Nate Heath, and we are here to help you tech better. Here with me, as always, is Mr. Dave Baylor. Well, hello there, Nate. Hello. I'm Mrs. Higginbottoms, sir. <laughs> what is Doubtfire? What is the one on Arrested Development that he... I don't think it's Doubtfire. <laughs> no, it was, it was Higginbottoms or something. Higginbottoms. Anyway, uh, we love talking about TV shows. We were just talking about one a few minutes ago yes. before we started the show. Uh, rest of development's fun. Yes. Yeah. Lots of good television out there these days. There is, but we're not here to talk about television. We're here to talk about tech and how we can help you tech better. Yeah. Anything crazy in your tech world this week? Oh, I've helped a little bit. It's coming up on my tip of the week. Help, mm. help someone a little bit with their iCloud and, and their phone. Uh, there was a phone that was lost. Arcaning back to the new phone. Who dis? Yes. It actually happened. It was a real oh, thing. Man. So we need to get people's iClouds in order. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll look forward to that. Uh, Speaking of computer craziness and Mm -hmm. things people should not do, I had a call, a frantic call, I believe on Tuesday from a family member, Mm -hmm. not immediate family, that said, so I was using my computer earlier and this big old alert came up and took (laughs) over the screen and it said, your computer has an issue. You need to call right now. This phone number. So they proceeded to call this person. Mm-hmm. They proceeded to give them access to their computer. So this person said they were Microsoft. They remotely <laughs> plus connected six, in. Six, one, nine, 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 yes. Uh, country code 42. <sighs> so she called them. They called them. Yeah. Uh, they got access to their computer. They were saying all this stuff, making it sound so professional. They've gotten a lot better. They're not doing all the misspellings and that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I actually heard on the Security Now podcast this week, they were talking about how on some of these where it's this pop-up, it actually locks, kind of locks into the browser window. So you really can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You should be able to press Control-Alt-Delete, but it seems like your computer's locked. Right. It seems like there's something wrong. It starts talking at you, alert, <laughs> your computer has issues. So she calls me. She can't get into her computer. She finally realized when they wanted money that it was a scam, yeah. hung up. So she brought the computer over to the house. They did. And I'm like, I told them, I said, there's a good chance we just need to throw your computer out the window. They probably did a ransomware lock. You're not going to be able to get into it. Yeah. You are done for. Um, And I'm going to, I have a write up of this on the website. If you want to read more details, see kind of more of what's going on. That all to be said, I was luckily, for some reason, they did not do a very good job of holding it ransom. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some locks in place. I was able to circumvent and get stuff back. Wow. They did do some backup stuff, but there was recent stuff that they hadn't backed up. And so I, uh, it was, what a we mess. were very fortunate, but please, please, please PSA pro tip, not even a pro tip, just life tip, a life tip. If something comes up on your computer and says, alert, call this phone number, or if somebody calls you, that's another big one where they say, hey, there's a problem with your computer. We need to connect into it. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a good chance once they have access to your computer, they will steal all your information. They will lock your computer. All your information is gone. So first of all, don't answer. Don't call those numbers. Call us. Call. Please call me. I will free advice 
I will tell you, mm-hmm. I have it happen. People will send me like a picture text message and say, this is up on my screen. I say, here's what to do. Close out, reboot mm-hmm. your computer, whatever. Because it's mostly, usually it's just a pop-up. They haven't yeah. done anything yet. But once they get on the phone, get you connected to your computer, uh, you're pretty much done for. It's curtains. It's curtains. So please, please, please tell everybody, don't do this. It is, uh, they're... They obviously make a lot of money off doing this, so they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like what had happened was um, they were searching for something on Amazon, and somehow an ad came up in the Google search results that had been maliciousized, mm-hmm. malicious. And so when they clicked on it, it brought up this window. They freaked out, made the call, and took way too long to realize what was going on. Yeah. So just uh, – it seems it seems like as you were adjusting your socks there, I saw yes. your lower back tattoo yes, I was. out from under your... It's your, hard to miss the yeah. lower back tattoo, which is also a great reminder. One backup is none backup. I promptly got them uh, set up on Google Photos, and they're thinking about doing like backblaze for the computer yeah. backup because, it, again... They are do not think that you are going to be as lucky as they were. For whatever reason, they were very fortunate, which, well, as I was researching it online, most people are not that fortunate and just lose everything, mm-hmm. including their computer. One short one-hour consultation with Nate and Consistent Tech could save you from having to buy a new $1,200 computer. Yes, this is so. true. So true. Well, we've got some follow-up. Um, I believe... There was a genius that mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the World Cup, a that everybody was wearing AirPods and that I just noticed that, oh, that genius was me. Oh, okay. Well, I found an article that backs me up. Um, <laughs> FIFA, the Federal International <laughs> Football Association. I don't know that that's what it is, but- <laughs> Football we'll pre- International Football Association. <laughs> Something like that. Uh they have pretty strict rulings, as does the NFL and most major sports about if you're not a major sponsor, people can't be seen wearing your gear during yeah, warm-ups, all that. Which is stupid. But. Uh, especially with the logos, so they'll like tape over the Beats logo on their headphones. <laughs> yeah. Well, with AirPods, guess what? There is no logo. There's no logos. And there were so many people. And the phones, you can tell, iPhones and stuff. But especially with the AirPods, all these teams walking in, all of them are wearing AirPods. And Apple... Everybody always says, oh, they should do different colors or different styles. Apple, since 2001, the original iPod, the branding behind white earbuds Mm -hmm. is huge. That brand recognition is like up there with like Coca-Cola or Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Everybody knows those white AirPods, you know, the earbuds before, now the AirPods, that's Apple. You know what's funny, though, too, is everyone always rushes to emulate Apple, and so people make knockoffs that look like Apples. So whether they're Apples or not, yeah. they're, still getting... You're, they're still getting the brand recognition. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Uh, but once again, AirPods, great. If they're good enough for World Cup teams, they're good enough for you. I left work with my little case, but I left my individual AirPods on my desk. I actually turned around came back and got them because I want to use them. No, I don't leave home without them. Another Apple story. So we talked again a couple weeks ago. There was this device that police departments Mm -hmm. could buy and crack into any iPhone supposedly. Well, Apple just pushed down an update. So if you're on the latest version, they're making that a lot tougher. There's still some weird like, well, maybe you can do this if you grab it while it's unlocked and plug something in. But Overall, Apple has mostly nixed this. So, sorry, police departments and yeah. taxpayers that spent 
tens of thousands of dollars on these devices because Apple cares about your security. They do. And in the upcoming iOS 12, which I have the beta on my phone, there is the USB restricted mode. And there, I've looked at it. There's a little toggle that says, oh. do you want to turn it, the restricted mode on or off? And I think by default, it's on. Gotcha. And you have to actively turn it off. Yes. So for people who get an update this fall, their phones will be protected. Yep. Uh, Apple takes care of us. Oh, it is time for some crypto watch. <laughs> found a couple stories. Uh, we've been tracking Bitcoin since back in, what was it, November, December, when the real, the bubble came. And it Who was knows? everybody on earth was talking about investing in Bitcoin because it was going to be worth millions of dollars per Bitcoin. Well, two stories this week. First one, half of all initial coin offerings die within four months after the token sale. So if you're creating a new okay. cryptocurrency, a lot of times they'll kind of do these token things like this initial, you can buy into it and get a token, which represents so many of the, whatever their coin is, the not nerd coin, whatever they create. <laughs> okay. Well, half of them die within four months just because it's not, there's so many of them out there. There's scammy ones. It's just, so especially if you do, for whatever reason, decide to invest in this stuff, if you're not doing the mainstream ones, there's a good chance, 50%, that just disappear. you're going to invest money and it's gone within four months. It disappears along with your money. Yes. Uh, speaking of disappearing Bitcoin, there is a new industry that has popped up with all this craze, and it is the crypto hunters. Hmm. So there are several different business models where people are trying to help people. So one of the big things is it like a consultancy or something. Some of them there's so back in November, December, when the price shot up a ton, all these people that had gotten some bitcoins way back are like Leo Laporte famously. Mm -hmm. He had like seven bitcoins, but he forgot the password. Yeah, does not again. And them. so he had like fifty thousand dollars or whatever that he couldn't access and never got into it. Now the price is back down some. But there's a couple different there's ones that'll kinda they'll try to password crack your Bitcoin wallet because you have this digital oh, wallet. They try to get it get into it get for you. Get into it for you. So there's also there's some hypnotists that are focusing on crypto. <laughs> so they'll hypnotize you to try to help you remember your password <laughs> for your cryptocurrency. And then there's also some that are doing they do analysis of the blockchain to try to find transactions like with the FBI to do like track down criminal transactions and that mm. kind of stuff. So okay. there's this industry of like with anything else, you need detectives, you need help getting into things uh, that these people are trying to capitalize off that side of interesting. Things. Yes. Interesting. Uh, so we'll look up on my Bitcoin ticker app to see where our Bitcoin is at the moment. Um, the high, it got up to almost $20,000 back in the, Back in December, currently it is at $6,200 wow. per Bitcoin. It was down around $5,600 uh, within the last month, but it is still very volatile, even for Bitcoin, which is the main one. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I track, uh, there's five different ones that I kind of keep an eye on, and they all pretty much stay in line with... Bitcoin. It's all kind of, the ups and downs yeah. seem to go. They're um, parallel. Back at the beginning of the year, I told a story. I had talked to a guy that said this Tron coin, <laughs> it was going to be the biggest thing because they had this special stuff and it was going to do media cool. and all this stuff. And you got to get in now because it's only eight cents per Tron coin. Well, mm -hmm. currently it's at 3.3 cents. So I'm glad I did not invest in it. Yeah. Uh, invest in your own risk. 
long-term investment, I cannot guarantee. Well, short-term investment, I can't guarantee. We provide no guarantees. No guarantees. Or investment advice. We just like to talk about crypto coins because everybody was so excited about them. And now all that money they invested is not worth very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something that I always invest in because it is always worth something is Dave's Pro Tip of the Week. Well, today, Nate, as I mentioned in our intro, um, we're going to be talking about iCloud today. Yeah. So imagine a scenario where you have multiple people in your family and you all want to share the same iCloud address because dad has purchased the games on his account and you don't want to rebuy uh, Hole.io or, yeah. or Mario Run or whatever. You just want to use the same account. Well, this tip uh, relates to that issue. I just want to say real quick, the correct way to do this, if you have a family, is one, to either use family accounts, uh, which is kind of restrictive. But you need to remember that you can have your store accounts – can be different than your device iCloud accounts. Wow. And so a family of four, sister, brother, mommy, and daddy should all have separate iCloud accounts that, that takes care of their backups. It synchronizes their calendars across their own devices, their contacts, etc. Messaging, so Mes- you're not getting yeah. the wrong messages on the wrong phones. Right. And then on the iTunes store and the App Store, you can all share a separate Apple ID account. Mm. It doesn't have to be an iCloud, and I know it's confusing which is yes. iCloud. So you'd have an, an Apple ID associated with your store, and then each individual would have a different iCloud account to back up their information. Well, I had a friend come in who had lost a phone and needed to restore some stuff. She's like, some of my contacts aren't here that they were there before. And I said, well, did you have iCloud? And their family shares one Apple ID slash iCloud across Everything, all devices, all stores, all iClouds, all everything. And it was causing some issues because she needed to restore from a backup, but it was a backup that had happened on another phone from another family member. So a whole new set of contacts came in. Uh, This informed me that it is possible. This is this is the meat of the tip. It is possible to restore individual pieces of your iCloud data without doing a complete wipe and install. And here's how you do it. What you need to do is to log into the iCloud website, and you can find that at iCloud.com. You log in with your individual iCloud account ID, and you'll be confronted with a screen that looks very much like an iOS device. Hmm. And you're going to want to do this from a computer. Oh, yeah. This is how it works best. Well, one of those options on the screen that comes up is called settings. So I'm going to navigate to settings. It looks like the big gear, just like on your phone. Mm. And down towards the bottom of the page, there's an advanced section. And it says restore files, restore contacts, restore calendars and reminders, and restore bookmarks. Well, this individual wanted to restore contacts. And so I clicked on that option. And it brought up a screen that shows all of the backups that my phone has done in the past however many days, weeks, months, or years. And if I were to choose a previous backup, it would restore only the contacts from that backup. It's not going to replace my files. It's not going to replace my calendars or my reminders. It's only going to replace my contacts. And likewise, you can do that for bookmarks, your calendars, or if you have a bunch of files stored in iCloud as well. 
I didn't know about this previously that you hmm. could individually restore from backup uh, files through iCloud. Wow. So there you go. I like it. Individualized backups. One backup is none backup. Make yeah. sure you have backups of this stuff. So folks. I realize it's a very rare occurrence yeah. that you would need to do this, but if you just need to restore one particular thing, that's how it's done. There we go. Well, let's move on to our takes this week, the tech news that we thought was worth bringing up. This first story there was some research done. I don't know what kind of research they did, but they were looking at social media and celebrity fake accounts. Mm-hmm. So people posing as Oprah or Kip Moore or all these different people, and they like on Instagram, they post pictures, so it looks like a real account. And they found nearly 9,000 accounts across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pretending to be these 10 top celebrities. Hmm. So it's a real problem because people get, like our Microsoft scam earlier, they get duped into, oh my goodness, it's Oprah. And Oprah says that if I do this, you know, if I yeah. send money to this account, that I'm going to get this. Well, yeah. it's not the case. I'm going to win a free thing, a free trip or go to her whatever. Yes. And I mean, and that's just 9,000 for these top 10 celebrities. Just think over all the different celebrity accounts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Oprah official chat page, um, and then it'll send you a message and do all this stuff. So just a good reminder to be careful, especially with celebrities, especially if they're asking you to do stuff. Yes. Facebook says it's, you know, we talked last week, Twitter's removed all those fake accounts. Facebook's doing the same, mm-hmm. a half billion uh, in the first part of this year. Wow. Um, so they're trying to keep on top of this stuff because if there's a will, uh, there's a way. People are going to try to be scammy and mm-hmm. um, pull one over on you for these celebrities. But, you know, Justin Bieber and the Kardashians, all these people, people try to f- uh, create accounts. And some aren't nefarious. They're just kind of like doing fan. it for the heck of it. Yeah, fan accounts or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so Beyonce, Taylor Swift, we're in – in the top as well, Selena Gomez, anybody that's a celebrity. Um, and I'm sure even smaller celebrities. Am I, I wonder if there? we have any, yeah, yeah, any not nerd. Be careful. Make sure it's the official not yeah. nerd account. It's got a zero instead of an O because some poser is trying <laughs> yeah, to be us. Exactly. <laughs> faking it uh, before we even existed. Um, this year we were talking earlier, you and I were about how the iPhone's been around since 2007. Well, this week this past week was Mm -hmm. the 10-year anniversary of the app store just crazy time flies yeah and so a lot of people have been talking about you know what their first apps were and all these different apps well there was one good article that i saw and it was a tribute to one of the first apps called ibeer now if you remember (laughs) this one this was similar to the zippo lighter where it looked like a glass of beer and as you tilted it up to your mouth it looked like you were drinking a beer and the tribute article to this was kind of uh, Craig Hockenberry, which is he's been around the Apple scene forever. Mm-hmm. But he was talking, you know, we had Twitter apps, we had these different things, but with iBeer, it really showed what was unique about a phone app because iBeer doesn't make any sense on your computer. No. You know, there's plenty of apps that were on your computer that you could do on your phone, but then mm-hmm. there was the all these new ones with the tilt sensors yeah, and all it, this stuff that really sets apart. And all that stuff. 
Yeah, like the ocarina, which I think yeah. you might even have been your pick, where it's like the yeah. magical flute thing that you blow into your phone. Yeah, um, you know, Pokemon Go, all these spatial things that really made a difference on the phone versus computers or traditional uh, stuff that we had used before the App Store. Um, so I I did a post on the Facebook uh, page, yeah, the Facebook page, the Instagram page about my first four apps. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Google and uh, you know the I was free gonna, ones. I was going to participate, but since I'm running a beta on my phone, when you go to previous uh, purchases, it's blank. Oh, it says nice. there are none. It's some bug, so I wasn't able to do it. Another reason not yeah. to do. I have other devices, but they were not near me, so yeah. I haven't yeah, done Yeah, so yet. you can go into the app store and look at your purchased, scroll all the way to the bottom. So, like, my wife did it, and she didn't get a phone till. 2010, I think yeah. it was. And I was like, I can't believe you went that long. She's like, what did I even have before an it was, iPhone? And it was, it was like old. social media stuff is what she first downloaded or something. Yeah. Wasn't it? yeah. yeah. And she had, cause she had like a Samsung flip phone before that. So mm-hmm. to think where we've come in the last yeah. 11 years since the iPhone, but with the app store and everything pretty crazy. It is crazy. What we can do. Uh, speaking of apps, have you ever used Postmates? No. Do you know what Postmates is? I'm thinking, is this is this where is this where I got I got this? This is where postal carriers, it's like a tender for postal carriers. <laughs> yes, it's where yes. they can find a match if you work for the postal service. Yes. Is this correct? It is not. No. Okay. Postmates. Postmates is one of the many uh food delivery apps. Mm, so that was my next guess. Uber Eats and Grubhub. Uh, all these different ones. They've added another 100-plus cities in the U.S., bringing the total to 385 cities in the U.S. So it's really expanding even to smaller areas because it used to just be like, you know, L.A. and New York and San Francisco. Um, But 385 cities, that gets pretty far down the population range. Now Mm -hmm. your results will probably vary on participating restaurants. But um, I know even in Tualatin, where I live outside of Portland, there's Postmates, there's Grubhub, there's the Uber Eats, which Mm -hmm. they'll even deliver McDonald's and uh, when you first sign up, you can usually get like a free delivery or there's specials, uh, but you pay a couple dollars. So really, when you look at the holistic cost, sometimes it makes a lot of sense to do one of these deliveries instead of getting the family in the car mm-hmm. and going somewhere. Or if you're not feeling good, just have somebody bring it to your house. And I actually, uh, real time follow up, a mm-hmm. uh, real example, I was just walking out to my car the other day and a van pulled into the neighbor and I'm like, oh, that's weird. They don't usually that's sketchy. There was a kid on the corner and now they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Then neighbors don't have friends. <laughs> so they pulled in and it was an Amazon delivery uh, lady mm-hmm. and she took a package up to their house. And then as I walked out to the car, she goes, I said, Hey, how's it going? She goes, Oh, good. Young mom in a minivan. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, uh, she goes, Oh, I've got a couple for you, too. And I realized that I was expecting a couple packages from Amazon. And you're like, how did you know who I was? (laughs) My reputation precedes me. Uh, The nut nerd packages have arrived. (laughs) There's there's a note that says, giant handlebar (laughs) mustache. Mustache. Uh, Must match this picture. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, I asked her. I said, oh, you know, how do you like working for Amazon? Mm -hmm. And she goes, it's great. It's actually my first day. And I go, oh, and she goes, yeah, I did Grubhub before. It's go- good so far. Yeah. So she, but she said that with Grubhub, she was having to drive all over town, put in, she would make in decent money, but just it wasn't real convenient. She goes, mm-hmm. with Amazon today, I went 
I picked up some packages. I just deliver them around Tualatin and I can get back to my kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it seemed to be working out really well for her. But these delivery, this on-demand stuff for a mom that needs to make a little extra cash. Yeah. If she can get two hours of child care, she can go make these deliveries, you know, help pay off her new minivan or and get school, home to the kids. Instead of sitting around watching Gilmore Girls, she can – Make a little coin. Exactly. So it continues our run of Amazon delivery stories. That's three mm-hmm. episodes in a row now. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> that to we talked her. about Gilmore Girls or Amazon. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Keep the streak going. Uh, and streak going as well of privacy breaches. Uh-oh. Who is it this time? Uh, the Polar Fitness app. Now, are these the guys that make the drinks I can find at Walmart? That's yes. The, the Polar Ice. Yeah. Uh, sparkling water. LaCroix. No. Knockoff. I think it's different. It is. Is different. So they make uh, similar to your Fitbit uh, ah. device. They had some devices. Well, one of the services that they provide is this anonymous mapping of all their users. It puts right. the data on the map so you can kind of see, hey, this is how many users. Oh, there's plenty of people mm-hmm. using these in my neighborhood. Well, there was a story we did before on Strava, which yeah. is another one where <laughs> they were able to find all these secret military bases because all these people were wearing the devices and running around there were the, the base. There's mysterious blank spots yes. where an army base might be because yes. it, it was blocked out. Yeah, you look at the map and then there's all these people running in circles in this blank spot. Yeah. Um, so they had, they ran into that issue, but they also – people were able to dig in and get usernames and information from this anonymous data. So mm-hmm. these military – personnel, yeah. they were all able to find the base, but then they were also able to find out who these people were. So it's uh, not an anonymized Very not anonymous, which yeah. um, I got into a little Twitter debate with uh, some people from the Twit Network, but Leo was talking about if you're a high-ranking military official, mm-hmm. maybe you don't even trust the anonymous data on these fitness trackers. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, these are just regular people. They have families. They yeah. they drive a Volvo. They Their kids go to school. I mean, they're regular people, and it's like, I want to work out. My wife's got a Fitbit. I'm going to yeah. use a Fitbit. I'm going to use this app. I mean, I doubt they're seriously thinking about the consequences of these devices just because their job happens to be working for the military. But I mean, maybe there needs to be better training or maybe rules put in place that says you are not allowed to do these things. Or maybe the military should come up with something that is secure or have some approved apps that you can use. Uh, I don't know, but it, I mean, it, it seems fishy that they wouldn't do that, but if you, Take it into consideration that they're just regular people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, they're just living life. Yeah. They've, they're trying to track their fitness. They're yeah. exercising. And yeah. being part of the military, some of them are more likely to be exercising than yeah. somebody who doesn't they're work. They're just trying so. to live a good life. Yeah. Um, so rabbit holes this week that you and I got caught in. Yeah. Nikon released a new... <laughs> P1000 Coolpix camera. Now, this is it's under $1,000. It's coming out this fall. It's got 4K video, but it's just it's more of a point shoot. It's not your yeah. DSLR with removable lenses, but it has 24 to 3,000 millimeter zoom on this thing. It's so weird because a Coolpix, when I first saw this, I'm like, well, those are. Those aren't like professional DSLRs. No. You can't exchange the lenses. They're just kind of a, a point and shoot deal. But this thing is massive. You look from the front. And it looks like a standard little point-and-shoot camera with kind of a big lens. Yeah. But then you turn it sideways, and it's like nine inches long. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. 
And the idea is that they packed in this gigantic zoom lens yes. that goes from like zero to like a hundred miles. And it's crazy. Oh, 24 to 3,000 millimeters. Yeah. So we were looking. There's a bunch of videos on YouTube that we got down the rabbit hole of of people with the P900, which only had 2,000 zoom, Mm -hmm. where people are way zoomed in on something. Then they zoom out to show you how far away. They do have an official P1000 video I'll link to in the show notes of a lion. And it starts far away and then zooms in. And the amount of detail with this. It's crazy. You can't even see the lion at the beginning. Yeah. It is pretty cool so that's something that we got sucked into this week that you can get sucked into as well yeah um and then in our uh old married couple miscommunication of the week yesterday morning i started uh or it was what thursday morning i started text messaging you about hey did you order the new macbook pro or no, did you yeah. order a MacBook Pro yet? Which we've gone yeah. back and forth. And for yeah. work, there's been yeah. some talk of getting a new computer. And you're like, no, not until they, you know, a new model. And I'm like, well, what what don't you like about the current one? Yeah. Which is a conversation we've had a million times. <laughs> what Dave didn't realize, because he was busy doing work and stuff, yeah. is that Apple released the new MacBook Pro So when you said, yesterday. what don't you like about the current one? Maybe to clarify, it could have been, what do you like about the one that was just released this morning? <laughs> Yes. And I would have been like, what? One was released this morning? Yeah. So yeah, I thought you were talking about the 27th. The ones that have been around for a year now. Yeah, the 2017 ones. I'm like, well, they the people still complain about the keyboard, and maybe yeah. there's some changes they've made, but you know, the jury's still out on whether they're better or not. And But of course, you were talking about the ones that were just released that day, so... I didn't buy one. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> yes. about them. Yes, indeed. And they're um, expensive. They're expensive. So they released new models of the 13-inch and the 15-inch with the um, touch bar, um, which people like, people don't like, whatever. Yeah, it's really polarizing. And, of course, you look at the comments, and mainly comments on any platform are just going to be negative. Yeah. And so the people who like stuff don't really comment. It's just the people who complain. And so the comments were predominantly negative. Oh, I hate the touch bar. It's, it's a waste. Like, can I get a model without it? You know, you didn't yeah. update the models that don't have the touch bar and they're always gimped in some way anyway. And I think it's very a polarizing feature. Yes, yes. I, I would be excited to try one out. I think I could get adjusted to it. So what they did, they put in new Intel processors. They really mm-hmm. gave some super high-end options, which a year ago when they released them, everybody was like, I can only get 16 gigs of RAM. I can't even use this laptop. It's this a piece of junk. 16 gigs. Yeah. I mean, what are these people doing? <laughs> yeah. So the new ones, you can get 32 gigs. Uh, it's got the new True Tone screen. It's Everything's updated on these things. It's only the 32? Same- Why not 64? Four. Yeah, exactly. People will always complain, especially in the tech bubble. Mm-hmm. So what I really liked about this, and there, I've got a link in the show notes, the way they did this, usually they'll, in the past, tech companies give the new th- latest greatest to the tech press. Mm-hmm. They do a review for a couple of weeks, and then they release their review. Well, on these ones, they didn't do that. Apple, in their infinite wisdom, they gathered up all the press and let them talk to a bunch of actual professionals that have been doing using these for a couple of weeks. Gotcha. So like top people in every industry. So uh the Despacito music video, the rage of laugh, the song of summer in 2017. Okay. The guy that <laughs> created that video, obviously he didn't have these new laptops then. Mm-hmm. Well what they had him do was 
pull out all the original files and re like compress and re export and do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I can't believe how fast this thing is. Um, I think maybe some Pixar people. So all these people that do super, that would Mm -hmm. need that much Ram and that much processor, they had them using these things and then talk to the press about how impressive it was this new that they basically could not peg these machines couldn't yeah and that's uh, put the thing to their edge and that's the danger of giving a high end uh, workstation to someone in the press because they're they type for a living they, they're like wow it types the same speed yeah. as it did before <laughs> I and it's like no difference yeah so it's it's good to have somebody who's actually pushing the machines to the limits to say yeah they say it's seventy percent faster and when I exported this project. It was almost twice. Yeah, it happened, real yeah. world experience at the top. People in the top of their fields that are really doing uh, the stuff that these computers are truly designed for, because mm-hmm. uh, most people just don't see that. So um, I did spec out the top fifteen-inch mm-hmm. model with a four terabyte S or flash drive, super yeah. fast hard SSD. drive. SSD and 32 gigs of RAM, and I think it comes in at Mm $6,600. So more of you guys need to get to Amazon.notner.com and do your shopping through there so I can justify purchasing a $6,500 laptop. I was thinking about getting one, but I also am in need of a used minivan, (laughs) which costs a little bit less than that. So I'll probably go with the minivan, Yes, honestly. Yes, Uh, but... No, some nice new laptops. Uh, they said they changed the – they didn't come out because there's been the keyboard problems mm-hmm. uh, with the MacBook Pros. They didn't admit really fault in that. They said these new ones are quieter and, you know, the previous ones there was a small number that had issues. But I'm guessing they did some serious improvements to the keyboard. Yeah. Uh, but they don't want to come out and say, our old keyboards were horrible. These new yeah. ones will work better. They never say, the last one was terrible and this one's great. They just say, look how good these new ones are. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't be buying one soon. But if I was, now would be the time to buy one. Well, I'll tell you what. You buy one of the new ones. You don't have to get the $6,600. Yeah, you know, $2,500 one. Yes. And then sell me your 15-inch laptop here for, I don't know, 200 bucks. What do you think? We've got a plan. That sounds good. Hey, I have been promising off and on for the past probably year that we would start reading your iTunes reviews. Oh, yes. You, you can about go into week. iTunes. You can review, rate and review our podcast. We go in there. So we have some reviews. So I figured, why don't we start with the oldest one? <laughs> Wait, I think I wrote that one. No, I'm, uh, I'm no not quite. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to read through our reviews. So our so gather up to the to fireplace, kids, and uh, get on the, your little mats. Yes. Take your shoes off and, and get sit Indian style. Ready for a story. Uncle Nate is going to be reading the reviews. Uh, please, please read me. Yes. So from January 26th, 2016, shortly after we started the podcast, mm-hmm. we have a five-star review titled Informative and Enjoyable. The review says, I'll see if I can do it in one breath. Mm-hmm. Fun and relatable. Highly recommended. (laughs) Excellent. You did it. Yeah, I did it in one breath. Uh, The username on that one, Chelsea36755. I wonder 
I, it couldn't be my wife. No, no, no. It, mu- it was a, must have been a random Chelsea. Uh, those early female listeners that we yes. got. Uh, yes. No, I do believe by looking at her other iTunes reviews, such as the Huggies Rewards app, <laughs> the Portland's the Movies podcast, um, yeah, and other things that I might uh, recognize that my wife is into. It's probably the same person. Yes. Yeah, so that was our first review. Thank you to my wife for mm-hmm. leaving that review. There are many more to read that is just the first <laughs> the first of many and is that it is that it for today Are you- that is it for today oh. we're just doing one it's you have trickle. to go look for yourself and while you're there do your own but now it is time before you do that for our picks of the week how many people like to listen to nice sounds of nature and relaxing things while they go to sleep or they read hmm. a book. Do you ever do any of this type of stuff, kind of this uh, ambient noise? I type? should do more because I try to do way too much while I'm listening to podcasts, yeah. and that is not very effective. So you try to listen to ambient noise and a podcast <laughs> while listening Reading to Reading a book and, while watching yeah. TV. Well, there's this app I came across a while back, and it's pretty good. Uh, they have yet to format it for my iPhone 10, but that's Ooh, okay. Yeah, um, It still works well, and it's called SoundShade. Hmm. It's a free application, uh, but you can purchase more sounds okay. if you want to. It comes with some free ones, but the interface is very slick and modern. There's a giant plus button in the middle. You tap it, and then you can choose from a number of different ambient sounds, and you can layer them on top hmm. of each other. And so a few of the categories are Cozy Home, Nordic Midsummer, mm. English Kitchen, Countryside Cafe. Ooh. Yeah. I was I don't know why I started talking different accents. A focus field, autumn forest, etc. So I'm gonna pick a couple here. So from Nordic summer, here's some birds. You hear the birds there? Oh yeah. Kind of outside there. So they're they're chosen. Um I've got them. And let's do, oh, focus field. I'm going to do some crickets. Oh, they're loud. Oh, boy. I'm going to do one more. How about Japanese garden with some little gong Mm. uh, wind chime things? Now, here's the cool part. I'm not listening through headphones right now, uh, obviously. But you can adjust and position these sounds to be either in your left, right, front, or back soundscape. So I'm going to put the crickets in the back. Oh, wow. I'm going to put the bird in the right side and the chimes kind of to the left. And as you wear headphones, it gives you some spatial awareness Ooh. of where these sounds are. So, I like it. Yeah. So that is Soundscape. If you like playing around with these ambient sound apps, Yeah, that's a good one to try out. Nice. Well, my pick of the week this week, obviously, I like love taking photos with my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have taken, I think I have like 24,000 on my Jeez. phone right now. Um <laughs> Man. <laughs> Optimized in iCloud storage and backed up to Google Photos. Uh, but there – I Bragger. I've talked about other photo apps in the past. There is one that really – they've just done some updates and it uh, has gotten a lot better. But it, this is for – this is a premium camera app. Mm-hmm. 99 times out of 100, I just use the built-in camera app and do mm-hmm. stuff. But if you really wanted to do some crazy stuff, this one has uh, manual focus. They say they have the best uh, depth aware stuff. I talked about Focus yeah. before, which is another one. The depth where you can of play, field stuff. Yeah, with the uh, the iPhone eights. The was it on the yeah the sevens, the eight, and mm-hmm. the ten. Yeah, um, but it really gives you all this stuff if you really want to take some unique pictures. 
treat your phone more like a DSLR, mm-hmm. uh, do this manual control stuff. Uh, most of the time, you just want to grab your phone, take a picture because you see something crazy. Um, but if you've got time, if you've got a landscape, if you're at the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. if you're trying trying to take a great portrait of or somebody. If, if you're on a hike and you want to just take the best pictures available. Yes. Uh, like listener Wes, he's been in Lake Tahoe this past mm. week and taking these beautiful pictures and posting them yeah. of his trip down there and some family ones and some candid, but mm-hmm. you know, some great scenic shots. This is going to give you a lot more of those options. Now it's not cheap. It's $6 for the app on iOS. So it says 4.4 out of five stars uh, with 654 ratings. I think in some earlier versions, uh, they had some glitches that people mm. weren't excited about, right. but they have an Apple Watch app now, so if you have the Apple Watch, you can nice. control with that as a shutter control. Uh, so a lot of features. Their subtitle is Premium Raw and Manual, so you can take raw photos. That's, which if you're in the sounds photo a lot game, like my love life. <laughs> <laughs> So you can take it in the raw format, which allows you to do a lot of stuff. It's not as compressed. Uh, but a great little app, $6, Halide, H-A-L-I-D-E. I'll have a link in the show notes. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you click the app links in our show notes, we get a little kickback on the affiliate is on that as well. So mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Amazon, app links, those show notes, if you can use those, that helps us out. I think it is about time to wrap up this episode of the podcast. We have pontificated long enough on <laughs> yes. technology this We've week. We've borrowed your time. Yes, we have. Hopefully, you have learned something. Hopefully, there's something here that you can share with a friend. Mm-hmm. Turn somebody on to the podcast. When you're going to lunch with them, turn on the Not Nerd podcast <laughs> in the car. Send them a link. And they'll say, what is this wonderful sound yes. emanating from your speakers? Jeez, who are these professional audio <laughs> uh, radio? Are these guys on the radio? <laughs> do so, they do audio books? They're so professional. Yes. Uh, even if you do not feel that way about us. Hopefully, we're providing some technology value to you, keeping you up to date on What's really going on in the technology world, uh, trying to stay away from the stuff that just doesn't you people don't the average person doesn't care about. Yeah. And keeping it fun and light and all that good stuff too. That's our goal. So with that, go and tech better. My computer is like not connecting to the internet. <laughs> IT yeah. Here, here it comes. iPhone's been around since 2005, right? 10 years? 2007. 2007? 11 years. 11 years. <sighs> yeah. Math is hard. <laughs>